You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Girls After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Girls After Show. Oh, here it comes. I can hear it coming in. <laughs> Channel it. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Bing is for doing, and we are doing another girls after show. It is Boys, season two, episode six. And we've got some boys hanging out with us tonight. Ooh, and lots boy. of lots of action with the boys to, in this episode. I yes. can't wait to get into that. I am your host, Kelly, and hanging out with me are... Thomas Pylon. What's up, people? <laughs> <laughs> That was really simple. <laughs> I was expecting something, you know, more dazzlish. It's been a long What's week. What's up, y'all? Spicy Mighty, keeping it sizzling. And next to me is the phenomenal. Keeping it simple, Miriam Gonzalez. <laughs> and we have a very special guest with us who you may remember from our AfterBuzz shows of last season. I'm uh, Andrew Gooden, keeping it very, very complicated. Everything's <laughs> <laughs> a hater nation. I know, I know. I am our representative here. Don't mock us. That is a diplomatic relationship, all right? Wait, did you say Raider Nation or Hater, hater Nation? nation. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually here for both. I mean, well, it is kind of a, a we have conventions, all right? Combo about the things that he loves and hates, and it was like a hundred hates versus like maybe one love. Wow. Okay, show. well let's let's talk about the last week's episode because that seemed to stir up a lot of controversy over this week. There were a lot of critics that were bashing it. Very few people actually liked it, as far as in the. You know, like critics and TV show people, like Andrew. Hi. But um, <laughs> a lot of the fans seem to really like it, and I was reading a lot of comments on the boards and that sort of thing. And a lot of the the, the girls, young girls that watch it, seem to get it and really enjoyed it. I tried to explain to someone this week that this is a, the situation that happened in the last episode is a prime example of what a city girl goes through I mean like a random chick in Nebraska is not going to go through this because she's form- she's um, you know get out of high school go to college get married have babies raise a family or maybe it's a less likely not that it absolutely wouldn't happen but maybe yeah. that it's, a, it's a little less likely yeah. it's, a, it's a different mentality it's a, it's a whole different way of thinking I don't understand the way how it's unrealistic up. if we knock on anyone's door and they invite us in I'm pretty sure they'll let us in and have sex with us like I don't <laughs> think that that's like I don't think that's too far fetched well and I didn't like that people were saying that the, that the attraction between the two was just completely unrealistic because that's I don't think true. I don't think that she's terribly unattractive I think that sometimes she doesn't you know dress or looked, you know, at her best for her body type and that sort of thing. But she's an attractive girl. And just because somebody is overly attractive to someone and someone is, it doesn't mean they're not going to connect in a different way. Oh, like, yeah. it's not all about looks. But it was a hookup, though. No, but they actually spent time together. It wasn't just a let's have sex and then you leave. They actually spent time to get to know each other a little bit. I like think two days. Like, in no, a little they bit. they had sex instantly. She showed, like, No, they was, did, but if it's just a hookup, then you don't sit around and talk. You don't, But sometimes you hookups know. can be like that. Yeah. To where, mm-hmm. And I'm just speaking from what people have told me, yes. but sometimes when you have hookups <laughs> with people... <laughs> sure. People have told you. Okay. Your friend. Well, yeah, but 
we're friends, my we're friends. We're friends here. <laughs> when you have hookups with people, sometimes, like, you know, everyone at the end of the day wants to be loved. Everyone wants to feel special. And sometimes those hookups, they can last a day. Sometimes they can last two I days. I just don't like and the it term just becomes like hookup, a, though. This was a little bit different, I thought. It was more of like a bubble. Like, she, it was in a little fantasy bubble. It was a lingering bubble. up, maybe. Yeah. I don't know I if just, that's I, I, Because it was both of them, to me, the way that I took it, was it was both of them living out this fantasy of what they each, which direction they each thought maybe was out of their element, something different, and they mm-hmm. were both kind of playing off each other. It wasn't yeah. just a random hookup. And it was a little a bit more than that. The reason that it's a hookup is because a real relationship and bond wasn't formed, and they're not going to continue a relationship after No, this. and I'm not arguing that they would. I'm just saying it, it wasn't like your run-of-the-mill hookup. When you go somewhere, you meet somebody, and that's what you do. It was a chance encounter, it was a hookup, but it and wasn't it was a, a little bit... Yeah, there you go. Boom. Yeah, but I just I just don't like that, that, that word hookup, the way it's described, because I, don't, I think they both kind of went out of their head a little bit and lived in this little fantasy world yeah. for two days. That's what I think if it you, was. If you want a way to view it, too, there is the fact that... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Especially from his angle. We, a lot of people are saying it's unrealistic that he would hook up with her. Mm-hmm. And then you go, well, he's a guy who was just in a marriage. He just ended it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for me, I didn't like the episode, but that I had no problem accepting that because people do that. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. you've been married. The person who you thought you loved wasn't, so hey, why not try something? See if it works. If it doesn't, so what? You still have the house. You're a doctor. You're really attractive. <laughs> right. You will move on. You well, and Andrew, it, you're yeah. absolutely right because I know for in my own personal experience, I after getting out of a relationship and seeing like maybe I'm glorifying someone and making them too big mm-hmm. and too fabulous. Maybe I should lower my standards. <laughs> and I did. And I shouldn't have. And it wound up being a really Details. bad mistake. <laughs> well, I mean, not even later. after show. <laughs> not, not even so after much after lowering after your standards, but going a different direction. Yeah. Because I mean, I don't necessarily think that we want. I want to say that it's insulting to her that he lowered his standard. It was just yeah. a different no, thing. It, it, it was a hookup in a sense because a hookup is convenient. It was convenient for both of them, and that that's what yes. I'm saying. Sometimes a hookup Sex can be a, a, a it could be a one night stand, or it can be a, a lingering type thing to where it's like you're both getting something from the other person. But you're, but right. neither of you are ready to get into Kelly something. Just I, like the word. I just don't like the word. I understand. <laughs> I understand what the definition of a hookup is. I understand what happened. I understand that they're not in a relationship, and I'm not saying that they are. What I'm saying is, I don't like the, the like. She wasn't going there to hook up with him. He wasn't going. Like it happened, and then after spending some time together, you know, it was like, okay, well, let's let's you know live in this imaginary world. They sat and read the newspaper. They had coffee. They, you know, they yeah, they hooked up a lot throughout that, but it was a little bit deeper than just that. Yeah, That's could, what I'm could saying. Could this be another definition in the Urban Dictionary that you just added for a sexit? They had sex mm-hmm. and then she exited the situation and relationship? No. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's another definition. Well, I, heard I, that, just, I, I heard I, there was a lot of uh, anger, angry discussion about this last week. About what <laughs> well, what was just, sexit? It, well, it's just, Were there blows? No, I don't even think it's that. <laughs> Wait, be careful how you use that word with the situation. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> but even, in that but, situation, perhaps. But Moving a on. Lot, a lot of the, 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 the criticism about this episode was that that would have never happened all the way around. But I don't like that. No, 
I think it's okay for what happened. And it definitely is realistic. She went and she lived this life that she never knew she wanted. And never, of course, it was never going to go anywhere. She knew that. They knew that. There's no, there was no. Which constitutes it being a hookup. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. don't you think but that's kind of like. When you know nothing's going to come up from it, it's a hookup. It's a hookup. Or a yeah, buddy. It's, it's a just, buddy. It's a buddy. But it's not. <laughs> but there were I've buddies. They didn't, they didn't know each other. I mean, I just don't think it's as simple as that. That's all I'm saying. Like the definition of what happened and like all of that, it's fine. But I just don't, I think that it was a little bit more meaningful for her. She did a lot of growing up there. She realized some things there. It was a little bit more than what a hookup does for you. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was a little more deep in what her character was going through more so than just what a hookup would be. It's what her reality could turn into. It was whether or not she wanted that kind of reality as she says as much because she wants to be this writer. She wants to have these experiences and she didn't even realize that this was possibly one of them. So it was kind of like... a light went off in her head like going through this so it was a little bit more than what would just happen if you met someone when hooked up for a couple of days and just like kicked it from what? you know from do you, every time you hook up with someone you have these enlightening but experiences I don't think but well, okay, every how, time. I, so, I don't I mean, hook up okay. from what I've heard so from it, people it, was it not a hook up because it was enlightening for Hannah because I don't think it was enlightening for him I think that mm-hmm. he enjoyed his time the sex landed on his lap it, it once convenient. reality hit, he was like, "Okay, back to my normal life." That was a hookup for him. Well, so I yeah. don't think that. No, it, it was it was, it, a repl- it was a for replacement Hannah. for him. He was lonely. He just was going through a divorce. He wanted to barbecue. He wanted to her to hang out. He wanted to like to do all these things. So it was kind of like a filler. Andrew, what they do were you both think? filling it's time. It was convenient. Uh, it was a hookup. <laughs> Andrew hated the episode, so I'm dying to know what why. You like, why did you hate it so much? This episode felt very similar to me, like the Hannah going home episode from season one, mm-hmm. in that she might have learned something, but I can't perceive it, because honestly, it felt like a one-off. Like, seriously, this episode and that episode, if I saw them in and of themselves, mm-hmm. or if I saw them, uh, if I saw the series without those episodes, I would be like, well, there wasn't an episode there. They just kept going. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, that just felt almost wasteful. That episode itself? Yeah, it felt wasteful because it was like, oh, you know, I mean, I, I don't think she learned particularly much. I mean, this week, maybe there was a little progress, but I don't think that episode pushed oh, it this... forward as much. Well, and also, like, if all you're doing is this episode just to have this weird self-contained relationship with Hannah where she's supposed to learn and have a freak out and whatnot, it, it just felt wasteful to me somewhat because... Mm-hmm. She didn't seem to learn that much. I mean, she just had her one big blowout, and then this week, we're back to zero, kind of. Not really. She's moved forward because the episode started with her. We'll get to that later, but it started with her going over getting that, that ebook deal. Like, it, it's definitely like a step up, like, and throughout this, as we'll get to later, but this episode, she seemed to progress as a person. But I am back to, like, just to close this up. I'm wondering if it's kind of like a sexist remark when people critique that, like, how could someone love Hannah, you know, a guy that hot love Hannah, Hannah's not that great of shape. Would it have been turned around or hook up with her? You get what I'm saying? Oh, like, absolutely. if the guy wasn't hot and the woman's hot. Uh, I, is, is that is that Because I'm wondering if that's like a sexist critique that I'll they're making say, against her. There's definitely some sexism with some people's views on that, I think, like, saying, how, why would he hook up with her? Mm-hmm. But I think, I mean, if you're approaching, it's like, okay, wait a minute. Guy who was just divorced, very successful, very attractive. People want him, and he can have this. Of course, and, he would go. Of course, he would and, go for that. Of course, but we he usually would. see. We usually see. Though. But we usually no. see a, a heavy, oh, yeah. like a heavy yeah. set guy and oh, yeah. a really, really hot girl. It's very 
uh, very few that we ever see it flipped around oh, it this way. And I think flip. that's what a lot of people had a problem mm-hmm. with watching. And it was a hookup for him. It was free vagina. It was right there, <laughs> smack at his doorstep. So for him, it wasn't him lowering his standards. It was a hookup for him. So he has yeah. nothing to it lose. It came to him. So Only a bus to like, yeah, yeah. Sure, And also, the way it played out is also more of real life and defying the stereotypes of what media presents, which is what a lot of things in this show have covered. So, I mean, that's just kind of my critique on it. But it seems like when people thought a lot of negative, like when they voiced a lot of negativity about that episode, I just kind of felt it was more of like a sexism regarding just like Hannah right. and her character mm-hmm. and her weight and, and where she's at. Because, again, what we're portrayed is like it's, it's, a, it's a hot woman and, and the guy didn't have to be hot. But it just kind of, I, I feel like that's kind of where. Maybe the, maybe the problem is, is that people's perceptions, which I think she tackles um Hard. I think she tackles it very well throughout a lot of the episodes. Their mm-hmm. perceptions on how they think things should be is not exactly how it is. So the fact that there's the controversy of the perception that she's he's too hot for her is BS. Because you know mm-hmm. what? Our perception all around across the board is off and it's wrong. And that's the thing. Her perception of her, what her life should be is, oh, I should you know be living these wild, crazy fantasies but I'm torn between should I go and do the settle down thing. It doesn't matter how hot mm-hmm. the guy was or how ugly the guy was. The fact is, is the whole, I think it just comes down to perception. And well, I like and it's the fact of thinking it. that you have to do one or the other. Yeah. Like that, I think that was a big thing too, is that it has to be either this way or that way. It can't be a mixture of both. And I think that's what a lot of people have struggles with. Do I go and live this life and live out my dreams or do I have this family life? And that's kind of what that episode, Ooh, I yeah. think, was, was. Was her seeing that. And, and and that's why I think it was kind of this like bubble around that she played this part for a second to sit and think, okay, yeah. is this the road I want to take or do I want to continue on the path that I'm taking with all of these experiences? Well, but And then we talked about, is she going to learn something? And as we go on through the season, we'll see. And in this episode, we actually see quite a few characters having a little bit of that moment of really getting... It's reality checks. They're getting reality mm-hmm. checks left and right. I mean... Who do you even want to start with? Well, because let's start it's... with the boys because we, you know, we haven't seen the boys as much as we've seen in, in this episode in a while. So let's start with Ray and Adam. Before we start with that, can I just mention mm-hmm. that we did not see any nudity this episode? We did right. a little. Well, well we well, actually got really boots, boots, off the boots hook. ass, boots butt. Well, we saw, oh, we okay. did see that. We didn't but see, we didn't see Hannah's Hannah nudity. nudity. <laughs> but we did see, yeah, the pump, pump, pump it up guy. Yeah. So. <laughs> I forgot about his butt or whatever. It wasn't yeah. that memorable, but... <laughs> oh, wait, you guys thought it was hot, right? It, it was... I'm joking. It was, it was firm. It didn't move mountains, but... Hey, <laughs> if, we're, if we're talking about people being uncomfortable, right, it was taut. What can I say? No. It was hot. No, it was... They have to show something, otherwise they're going to feel weird. And it's like, no, 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 there was nothing in this episode. Put put a man ass in there. Come on. <laughs> that, right. was like a, was that, was, that was like a butt from a Suzanne Summer spandex cover. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you anyway. know, it was all about, like, the episode is entitled Boys, and it was yeah. more so about the boys, so we saw boys' butt. <laughs> but did well, you appreciate not seeing the nudity from Hannah this episode? Because you, yes. I mean, you've been complaining yeah. about it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we were talking about this a little earlier, mm. and I'm happy that they backed away from last week's Festive, oh, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was everywhere. He, um, feels like, he feels like it's unnecessary. My comment about it was it's kind of like the person who is doing something to, that they think is pissing you off, but it isn't. But the fact that they keep pushing it that they think it pisses you off, that makes you angry. <laughs> you know what? Like, I totally like, like they think, like, uh, 
like someone dating uh, a person of another race, so they think like their dad's gonna get pissed off, and dad's like, I'm totally cool with it. But the daughter's like, Does it bother you? No, it totally doesn't. And then after eventually, you're like, No, it pisses me off that you keep bringing it up like you want to hurt me. And it's like her constantly needing to put that out there. I'm just like, I don't look what, at it that way. What are you trying to? I mean, I I'm totally cool with your naked body if you are, whatever. I think that she's just, she's not, she's portraying her nudity, not as us as viewers, but as as we would do it. I know for would me. Would you play ping pong? I, with live, just... I live alone. And I seriously, when I get up in the morning, I roam around my apartment in my panties and no bra and no nothing. And I'll sit on my couch. I'll have my tea. I'll snuggle with my cats. Like, I'm the topless girl. <laughs> I'm Hannah at home. I'm a nudist as well. So, if I mean, she's but, comfortable but, 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 but you're saying, But you're saying uh, at home. You are by yourself, though. I mean, if, if I feel like if there's, like, another person there and you're just, you know, kind of hanging out, would you just let things... If it's somebody that I'm doing, absolutely. And but would you, would, you not even throw out, would you not even throw on a shirt, though? If you're but, just, like, going... No, <laughs> if, you're, I think wait, wait, if you're going outside playing ping pong or something, like, that was, like... That was a little bit much. Where I was like, okay, I, I can't get outside, to... outside. No, they're in a covered porch. But they weren't just like patio. patio outside either way. I mean, it, it might have been no, different. No, I think it was no. like a room. Yeah, it was I don't like a covered patio. Like... It had like yeah. screens. But... Okay, but let's let's let's, let's but not so get off topic. Too more much about this. this. But, but so the boys. So did you think it was odd? So like you know, she's with Marnie's with Booth, and then you know they're they're talking, and then Sujin walks and she covers herself up. He doesn't cover himself up. Did you guys pick up on that? Yeah, yeah, and it should have been a clue to Marnie like something's going on with them too. That's what I Correct. thought immediately, and she it just kind of... Well, he's such a weirdo anyway, yeah. but he's an artist, and so she doesn't yes. get it. She yes. thinks yes. that's part of him expressing himself. Yes. That she doesn't pick up on... I think she's so infatuated, in the same sense as Hannah and her bubble weekend, mm-hmm. was Marnie in this relationship. She doesn't... She's not picking up on the, the subtle clues that she would normally, because she's so out of her element and so kind of lost that she's just jumping into this fantasy life of her own. Right. Sue didn't flinch, and neither did uh, Booth. Booth. Mm-hmm. And so that obviously means they've seen each other naked before. Mm-hmm. And so she and she should have, as a woman, she should have picked up on that. I mean, it was obvious to me. I was like, oh, I know he's been hooking up with her. Oh, like that's absolutely. a given. Yeah. And so I definitely think that she started to you get when you when you start to like somebody or you think you're falling in love, you become blind to the subtleties that mm-hmm. start to happen or any wretchedity that they do. Well, I thought that was why she felt comfortable enough to eat his ice cream to take a scoop mm-hmm. of ice cream. Out of his because well, if it's somebody you've had it. sex with before, then I better be allowed to eat your ice cream. Well, and, right. <laughs> and she said that. So when you know she comes, you know they're talking about you, you know his groceries. I picked up all your food. And he's like, I noticed there was a piece of the ice cream going. Like you mentioned, she's like, and there's a problem. Why? Like that's a clue number two. Like right. you said, yeah. Like it's like he's eating. She's like, why should you care about that? Like again, her body language is like because mm-hmm. you work for me. Again, why should you care? Like it's like basically, she's she's hinting at everything without. Right, because it's once you cross that line with somebody, whether they're working for you or not, when you get that comfortable, I mean, she you took one small entitled. scoop out of his ice cream. I mean, they've if she's seen her naked, then she felt, yeah, entitled to take that scoop out. And for him to make that big of a deal about it, it's it doesn't matter how many times you've just hooked up or if it was a hookup and she's cool with it, she has a boyfriend, whatever, it's still kind of an ego dig. Oh, what, you could see me naked and now I can't eat your ice cream? What the hell? <laughs> oh, I will eat your ice cream. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, when, when he asked... Well, because he said he couldn't <laughs> trust her now because of that? Like, that was a bit much. He's just weird. He's yeah. a little narcissistic about it. And, like, he's trying to get Marty's opinion. Again, clue number three. And she's like, F you, and throws the phone at her. Like, like, again, why would she be that upset with, like, his girlfriend, quote-unquote, telling her? You know what I mean? Like, it just seemed a little, like, odd 
for a personal assistant to be that upset with just, you know what I mean? She well, could be like, dude, you have no idea. The reason Sue out. was so upset is because it was some BS, and Marnie was co-signing the BS because of her mm-hmm. infatuation, not mm-hmm. because it was really justified. It, okay. it was completely off the wall. He sounded psychotic, and Marnie just wanted to score kudo points with the man who she was sleeping with. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it, it was ridiculous right. for her to agree with him in that because that was a stupid thing to be to go that far with. I don't try. How can I trust you now? I mean, come yeah. on. She got fired over it. I mean, well, she, I think she kind of quit. No, she well, quit. she quit, yeah. but, but she, you know. <laughs> no, she quit to go on the tour bus with her boyfriend. Yeah, with her boyfriend that is lighting or something. For Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Which yes. is super, call me maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of liked watching Adam and Ray kind of hang out a little bit and get to know cool. a little bit about the two of their characters a little bit more. So Ray has to go to Adams to pick up his little women book <laughs> that his godmother writes notes in of that, you know, that how the characters relate to his shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to see the two characters who are on the more sociopathic, psychopathic end actually hang out with each other just because mm-hmm. it's weird to see them. I mean, they had uh, a conversation when they're walking on Staten Island just before the big freak out, uh, Adams' big freak out, where it's like, I've had this conversation where mm-hmm. something's totally fine, totally fine, then one of you freaks out. Right. I will say that it seemed a little more than what most of us would do, but hey, Adam is that person, so mm-hmm. totally makes sense. But that was one of those moments where I was like, ah, they actually can write someone who I <laughs> can, can, sympathize, can sympathize with. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting to see like the guys talk, and of course they, I mean, they immediately went to sex when they were on the, the ferry, but then as they got into Staten Island, it sort of morphed, and it was like, oh, they're actually talking about a relationship now. Mm-hmm. Like, that was interesting that they actually, it wasn't just this more typical guy service uh, conversation. The age. Yeah. yeah, we had, Okay. It's like, yeah, we had sex. We had sex. And then it gets into Staten Island and they're talking about, you don't love her. You'll never love her. Like, <laughs> yeah. But even before that, I mean, it, it's funny how we see Adam rescues this dog and Ray automatically goes, oh, so it's a breakup dog. And he's like, no, it's not a breakup dog. He sees, he sees this dog at a coffee shop. The owner's being mean to it. He goes and kind of untangles him from his leash. The dog licks his face and he feels like he needs to be rescued. Like he, it was his, the dog chose him to rescue him. So he takes him. This is like a rabid dog in his bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> then like, he has like a vampire bite on his huge. But they well, and then so Adam, and yeah. It, yeah, and then he's like, "Well, wait till he calms down. I'll channel his energy." Like, <laughs> Adam is a quirky person to begin with. What was yeah. he doing? Was he building some kind of artwork? By the way, no, Jesus, he's but, always building. Yeah, something. he's always doing. He's that. making yeah. an arc. It, it looked like a <laughs> sexual frustration Adam's piece arc. with those nails, and he was just like, trying yeah, to, but he's like always. Building something. Yeah, yeah. Noah's Ark, Adam's Ark. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. doing something. Although I will say, um, that's one of the things that I can definitely give credit to the show for is that when you look at Adam now, anything he does, I've actually forgiven him for because, like, he's shown he's so crazy so before. The guy could seriously just be like, I'll be back in a minute and jump out the window and be like, <laughs> totally makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he, he took somebody's dog. Totally cool. Gonna channel the energy? Bingo. Well, I like how Ray scolds him about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like taking somebody's baby. He's like, I grew up with the dog. If anybody would have taken my dog, Constantino, and shot him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and Adam's he, like, okay. Well, Adam's like, yep. you know, I had a dog too. Like, I get it. Well, I like that Ray tries to relate to him, and he's saying, you know, we're honest men. And Adam's like, no, we're both just weird looking. <laughs> like, he's trying to make a relationship with him and actually, I think, befriend him. Mm-hmm. Well, if you I shave off Adam's too- mustache, by the way, I think you'll get, if, if you shave off all his facial hair, I think he He'd be very, very close to Ray. No, without a doubt. They, they're like two peas in a pod. But the thing, too, that I noticed, like, Ray needs to feel like he's a part of something. And initially, when he was at Adam's apartment, he was like, you know what, this is obviously a bad time. Leave my little women book in your mailbox, and I'll come get it later. Mm-hmm. And then when... when um, when he After he scolds him about the dog, he's like, well, he has a tag, and we can bring him back. 
He's like, I need you. Like he he wanted to feel like he's a yes. part of something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I that he was good needed. At it, was and so mm-hmm. for him to for the, for him to get that um, Adam kind of asking him like, hey, are you in? Like, let's be almost like superheroes together. It seemed mm-hmm. like that's where I think we got to see the bond and how more, how alike they are, how like minded they are. And I think it's hilarious that. Ray was like, I mean, Adam was like, what are you, like, 40? He's like, no, I'm 33. <laughs> and that's hurtful. <laughs> well, but didn't you love the quest? Because they put the two guys on a quest, which is a bonding. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a way a lot of guys bond. <laughs> and the Staten Island, they rode the ferry. And then that random chick's like, control your damn dog. Because the dog's like, like rabbit <laughs> in, in the ferry. But when they get off, like, um, what's his name? Um, Ray is like, he's just describing Staten Island and all the stereotypes. You're from New York, Miriam. And it was just really funny. And then just how it plays out later, all those stereotypes of Staten Island amount of trash it's like a heap of trash whatever they call it yeah it's a landfill yeah that's what they built the, the city on it was just really funny and Ray's like these people wish they lived in Manhattan but they don't and they can look at it but they're not there it was just like it was just really funny as they're just walking through the streets and then you know yeah when they have the blow up they're, they're yeah they are both more similar and I I, I wonder if like I'm just trying to think like if Ray I don't think Ray could have handled himself differently in that blow-up because I think Adam was just, he had to lash out. He needed somebody had to lash out. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Ray is the type to be able to take that, which we saw last week at the coffee shop. Like, Ray has so many issues that are coming out, and he was attacked by so many people in this episode. Not not vicious. Well, they were vicious, but it was just, like, kind of giving him a Rally dose of medicine, yeah. which he needs. He's 33, and he needs these. And, I, I mean, and for, it's, a, it's just I thought it was very odd, though, that Adam bailed on the dog. Like he went to save the well, dog. He got, then, well, he didn't bail on the dog. He bailed on the conversation. That's what he did because he was upset on the, the turn that this conversation took. Because as they start, when they first started talking about relationships on the ferry, Ray was talking about his relationship with Shoshana and talking about how maybe he shouldn't be dating someone so young. And that's when they got into, and Adam said, it's the in-betweeners that give you the problem. The yes. young ones are perfect. Mm-hmm. O- older ones, even better. It's the in-betweeners that don't have their shit together. And that's what makes it harder to date. I can totally relate to that. Absolutely. And, you know, it's the fact that... You and your 15-year-old boyfriend. <laughs> no 15-year-old no boyfriends, although the ones he's, that are in He's their, turning 16 next week. The okay. ones that are, like, in my age, that's, that's, they're the in-between ones. They're the ones that, that in, your, in your 20s and early 30s now that it's blending, because now 30 is the new 20 or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I find that if I'm dating someone that's similar in my age, they're not ready for the situations that I am, which are more mature situations. And so they tend to be irresponsible. They tend to be flighty. They tend to, you know, fly by the seat of their pants and not plan anything. And it's like, there's no structure. Mm -hmm. And so I could relate to that. And you know what? He he was absolutely right. And that's exactly what Hannah is. She doesn't have any structure. Marnie's the only one that was trying to pull off structure throughout, you know, the first Mm -hmm. season. But she's now coming to grips that she has no structure either. Mm -hmm. They're the... For some reason, the the 20s and 30s, if you don't have your crap together, that's your little Yeah, that's when you're... Because you're discovering yourself and where you want to go and the roads you want to take and and what kind of... Who you really are. And it depends on how long that takes you. I don't... You know, it's it's a journey for everybody. And depending on what stage you're at in your journey, that's going to kind of affect your relationships. And then when, you know, the, the conversation turns and he starts... Um, Adam starts talking about Hannah because, you know, Hannah's still under the impression that he's still head over heels kind of obsessed with her and apparently he's not. He's over it. He realized that 
it but was not. just not what it wh- but I mean maybe he is I mean what no. do you think no because this he got was, mad this, when this was the way of mm-hmm. showing that yeah. he's not over well no yeah. I don't I don't I think he's over like the the initial wanting to go and and stalk her and like all of that he's made his peace with that I think he absolutely still cares about her that's why they fought yeah. he doesn't like anybody talking negatively about her because that's a person that he cared about and but it was just kind of funny to watch him describe their relationship as a carnival, like at a carnival. Well, and he views her in some ways <laughs> as a, a savior. Doll. But yeah, that she's a carnival game. That you know, he thought it was simple and easy to win, like the ring toss, and it's not. You find out but it's rigged, and <laughs> you're never going to get. It's not worth it. But he also got upset, like when Ray, when he described Hannah as altruistic. He, Rain Ray is like, really, you think she is? Like Ray's trying to, like he's saying she's not who you think she is, man. Going back to what he was saying about mm-hmm. the carnival ride. And then that's when, like you said, like he got really upset because he couldn't handle someone talking bad because he loves her. So I don't know why he's not stalking her. If he's completely over that, he may go back and stalk her now. <laughs> Maybe that's where he was headed. But like he's definitely not. They're gonna ha- definitely have to rehash this again and close it. Why do you think that he automatically accused him of having sex or wanting to have sex with Hannah? As a man's point of view, what was where did that come from? What do you think that, he's that was not about? Over it. He's not over. I, and I think he's just threatened by anybody that has contact with her, and he doesn't. You don't want to, and it goes back to the conversation we had a few weeks ago about the ex thing. You don't want to imagine your ex with somebody else moving mm-hmm. on. And that was just his defense right there. Like, oh, what have you been with her? And well, I think also, stuff. too, because he was bashing her so hard and he sees her as just a princess angel, he felt like you're trying to make me dislike her so that you can have her. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what I thought it okay. was. Because I felt, too, that he was trying to talk crap about like trying to talk her down more yeah when he started the conversation i never i never got that obsession you know what is it about her i get it she's fun she's quirky like whatever but i just don't get it Mm -hmm. and he was saying really mean things because he felt that he could because adam compared her to a carnival game but 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 also ray ray's worked with hannah and knows her work ethic and knows how so ray's also looking at it more (laughs) on that like the girl is not who you think she is right well you know but i don't think i mean i don't think ray knows her either ray knows a side of her ray doesn't know her but ray's talking about the side he knows of her though right but you can't say she's not the girl you think she is because he doesn't he, he well, doesn't that's, know that's what he was that's doing still to be determined because you have mm-hmm. to remember Ray this whole group of friends we don't know how far back they stem their relationship goes back. We definitely know they all knew each other in college, so they've known each other enough years for him to at least have a good sense of what kind of person she right, is. Right, but I mean, it's a, when you're in a relationship with somebody, that's a different side of your personality than your even your closest friends see. True, very true. So I don't think that there is even a way that he could even throw that out there because they were never really that close. He was Charlie's friend. So, yeah, he's been around, but this is the closest that they've ever been is them working together. You know what? This is the interesting thing when you say that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people don't, like, when you're in the box, you don't see things. He's the guy that's outside of the box that sees things. Mm -hmm. And he's been around her relationships, her quirkiness. He's been around her with Marnie, and he sees the kind of people that they are. So it's like when somebody says, well, when you're in love and you don't see the the red flags, like, you know, like Marnie didn't with Booth Jonathan... You're in the bubble, but when you step outside of the box, you're like, whoa, he's the guy outside the box. Right, which Adam is the guy outside of his box, and that's when he turned around and told him, well, this is your relationship. Right. This is what you're doing. You know, you're you're just scared, and you're being, you know, with this little girl because you know it's never going to work, and she doesn't even really like you. And was that? do you think that those were true statements? Do you think I Adam think, had it on the money? I, I'm pretty close. No. I don't think that Shoshana does. I think Shoshana does like him, but she doesn't like the life he lives. No. No, because she said at the very beginning yeah. she's trying to get him to... 
to she's study and to own his own and to own his own coffee shop. Yeah, <laughs> like and he's like, I don't care. I'm happy. They're also at two very different points. She in wants their life. someone driven, and he's not that driven guy. He's happy with where he's at, and he's like just totally comfortable where he's at. And the one person that I think made it really hit home was a Staten Island chick that told him off straight up to his face. She was like, "You're a loser. You're old. Shouldn't you be working right now?" You know, and he that reality check just totally. Well, and it was hit pretty. Him. It was basically what Adam told him too. It was the same. It was that mixed in because I think. I mean, I think Adam was pretty much right. He is hiding in that relationship because he does know it's never going to go anywhere. If he really wanted it to go somewhere, he would change his course of action. He knows what she wants. He's not even taking her home on real dates. Mm-hmm. You know, she complains about that in the episode that he won't even buy her four dollar tacos. You know, he doesn't want to spend money. He doesn't want to do anything. This is the kind of. We know Shoshana's character. He knows she's not afraid to say what she wants. So if he really wanted something to happen, don't you think he would try to make something happen for himself? No, because he's not driven. And you know what? He's right. She, he doesn't like, he doesn't, he only likes Shoshana right now because she's convenient. She's conveniently housing him. She's conveniently feeding him and she's conveniently putting it down. So why do you oh, think what Adam said though. was wrong? He does though. feel obligated though because he took her virginity and that's something that he did mention. Well, I, he I didn't do think feel he feels, obligated. He said he's like a father now. Yeah, he feels like he's kind of mm-hmm. stuck with this and he's not ready for a burden in a sense that, that that she's placed on him and he's placed on her. He's not ready for that, well, which is all the frustration. Too. Exactly, which is all the frustration that's built. But he feels mm-hmm. like he somehow owes this to her and he needs to try to be the man that she wants, but he can't. Like, But it, it stems all to he them won't. having sex. Yeah, he, it's not in his DNA. It's just not. I don't necessarily think that the Staten Island girl... Uh, her reaction was warranted. I don't think that she... No, I think that that was a little bit... That was That was kind of scripted. And usually I feel like this is more realistic of a show, but I feel like in that particular situation, they, that they saw an opportunity in the scene, again, for somebody to remind Ray what he's not, and they used this girl yeah. and the dog to tell him off and make him feel bad about himself. Yeah. But I feel like her reaction was totally just crazy. I mean, it, it was a little it was a little too much, I think. It was, a reaction, it was a reaction at an 11 when, like, a 5 would have done. I mean, I, I was saying uh, to you earlier, Mari, that, like, it felt kind of... If, it felt kind of like the reaction from uh, Ray last, Ray's reaction in the coffee house where it's like, oh, you didn't need to just scream at this guy. I mean, mm-hmm. you had your freak out. Whatever. Cool. Okay. And then you're going to take it to this other level. I mean, she starts dropping racial slurs and ethnic. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it, okay. it, it went it's a like, little far. It's like, it's like okay. Yeah. It's like, okay. He stole your dog. What? You know what? Chill. You, so just go to Staten Island you, you if you want well, the well, truth. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. Real you, quick. You won. Real quick. We like to know what you guys think. <laughs> so please make sure to go to iTunes. Download our podcast. It's free. Tell your friends and rate and comment because we do read them and we like to know what you guys think. And plus, there are tons of other shows, great shows on iTunes that we after buzz here. So make sure to go check them out. Five. <laughs> Five stars. stars. Always thanks. Okay, <laughs> this is what so. I was going to say. As far as the girl in, in, in Staten Island, and I'm a girl from New York, and as a New Yorker, we have always been given the reputation of being very harsh, brash <laughs> people. Like we will tell it at like it is. Mm-hmm. So I and people, especially that are that are from Staten Island, tend to be really hardcore. And I mean, look at the Mob Wives. If you've ever seen an episode of that, that's such a good show. They're really, really <laughs> hardcore, and they don't really care what you think. They're going to tell you like, "Hey, you have a booger hanging out of your nose, and I don't like where it's at. Can you take it off your face?" And I think that they <laughs> portrayed the reality of what kind of person lives in Staten that's Island. That's what I think. Yeah, and so. It wasn't so far off because for her, she was a little miss attitude. She hated the dog. She didn't want the dog around. 
And then she's questioning, you know, he's trying to give her the dog and she's pushing him away. So he antagonized that situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without realizing it and then mm-hmm. got this nasty dose of what they call verbal diarrhea in New York. Like, she just told him as it is. Don't, shouldn't you be working? Yeah. You know, well, maybe I'm the creative type. You know you're not a creative type. Now you're making excuse, excuses <laughs> for why you're there. Because everybody keeps pointing out, you're right, everybody keeps pointing it all out. And he, this is something he's going to have to figure out on his own. Yeah. And so he goes off, he sits with the dog, and he's having, like, this moment. And that he's muscle. talking, he's talking with the dog. And, you know, saying, you know, do you think I'm pathetic? you think I'm a loser? And he sits there, and, I mean, he starts to cry. And it's a very, I mean, he's got to really take a step back and figure out, is this going to be his life? Because he can't, this 20-year-old's not going to hang out for that. Mm-mm. I mean, nobody is going to want to hang out for that. Well, he, he really hit the, maybe he hit the bottom of the barrel. I mean, I mean it could his, be. You know, when, when Hannah, in a sense, kind of towards the end of her hookup, I'm calling it a hookup, you know, last episode. <laughs> Kelly's going to hit you. you. I mean, I don't but, care. But she you kind you of call hit, it what you want. She hit the bottom of it in a sense, and she's trying to figure out now, and maybe this is his way of, like, kind of restructuring. And when he gets back on that ferry, he goes back to his real reality. You know, he leaves the island, and mm-hmm. he'll address it later. But see, but. I don't even think that was Hannah's bottom. I think it was just, it was a different reality, and yeah. it was a different realization. I don't think it was a bottom this for her at all. And, this and is his yeah. bottom. In a sense, like, a restart. But like, kind of like, she kind of was like, what's going on? What do I want? Like, that sense. He, he He's, he's too comfortable, and the, I think the lesson in this is don't don't ever get too comfortable because if you get too comfortable, you're going to find out that it's a very uncomfortable place to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's too comfortable just getting by, and the people around him are going to start moving past him, and they're mm-hmm. pointing that out to him. Which yeah. is true in life. That is very true. Either you go with me in the flow, or we go different directions. And, and eventually mm-hmm. he's going to lose Shoshana because she or she is pushing Donald Trump lectures yeah. on yeah. him. And that's how relationships go because two people grow together, they grow apart. Yes. And yeah. growing apart is not literally one direction or the other. It's like one just grows faster than the other and the other just gets left behind. Well, let's get into the girls. I mean, we saw... Uh, Hannah, she has a new opportunity to write an ebook with one of her idols that she grew up reading. That we didn't really get a name, did we? But Just he Pumped no. wrote Pumped Magazine, I guess. So now he's going to—he's commissioned her to write this ebook, which she's having a hard time getting inspired for. Why did she throw up in the beginning? Because of the alcohol or because of her nerves? I think I think nerves, her, I, I think she was nervous. Did you guys see the lady, yeah. the girl texting? It was yeah. so nowadays. She's yeah. like texting, like what's going on? And she goes back to texting. Um, and just cracked me up. I like the fact that one that he read her essays and loved them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said that, you know, she's very complex and, and you know, she knows her, it's, these are, her stories are about a lost, gen, her lost generation. Her generation is lost in, in life and how they go about doing things and I really like that but the fact um, that he asked her to write an ebook in one month, I was like, well, how many pages does it have to be? Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't get all those details and that's, I think, yeah, she threw up because she was nervous. That's an overwhelming feeling, mm-hmm. that pressure of like, okay, you have, it's like, but when that guy was weird, too. So that, I mean, a lot of that kind of made sense in that situation. He, I mean, he picked up a pistachio and asked what it was. Well, I think that was mm-hmm. him pointing out the lostness of the generation. Oh, yeah. Because no, it didn't look like a penis. It looked more like um, the little man in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he was pointing out, I don't know what's going on. You know what's going on. You yeah, know, you, you get it. And the fact that he told her that she found a voice, which a lot of writers don't, is a very big compliment. So taking all of that in when she doubts herself a lot, I think is what made her kind of get nauseous. 
well, and, and now she's an- kind of on this journey to write this book that she's having a really hard time with. And this it- is what we talked about last time is I wondered if she was going to take that experience that she had last episode and use that and she's not. But this is kind of the next step from last episode. Like she's mm-hmm. going to, la- I mean, she's kind of But this is where she's got to figure out. Is she going to use her own life experiences mm-hmm. like like the one she just had or is she going to make up something? And that's what, like when she's staring at that blank page, that's, that's what it is. Is she going to use what she's gone through with Adam, her relationship with Marnie, her, you know, the the thing that happened last weekend, you know, her job, when her parents cutting her off, all of these things. Is she going to use that for this book or is she going to make up something else? Well, we know Jess definitely isn't being uh, supportive or a help. What is mm-hmm. up her ass? She's depressed. Yeah, she's totally I depressed. I mean, but who says that to their friends? I mean, she just, that's she was just god off. But that was totally she, Jessa. She says that. that yeah. yeah. She is a person, I mean, what was it in her divorce breakup thing with uh, her guy a few episodes back where she was just like, you're a silly person or things like that. I mean, she just says terrible things. Yeah, it was, That's it probably was totally why, in character. Yeah. Well, I thought it was still like nice her. to her. You can stay as long as you want. Yeah. But yeah. she is a terribly ungrateful kind of person. I mean, like, she knows Hannah loves her, and now she will take all that away. But well, I think that she... she there, she pointed out something that's kind of relevant. It's the fact that what we make such a big deal mm, of yeah. really in hindsight does not matter. So stop making a big deal of it because then it'll come easier to you. Exactly. Yeah, she she's leaving a divorce right. and so she's going through all these emotions. She's like, it doesn't. I, the, the stuff that I thought mattered doesn't matter. Nothing matters that I thought mattered. The basic necessities of life are X, Y, and Z. Hannah, just ride. It's not a big deal. I think it may be like it came out a little like evil the way <laughs> Jessa does. Yeah, she should like, have explained it a little yeah. bit better. This is her friend. She's excited about it, and nobody wants to hear about it. You know, she calls Marnie. Marnie doesn't even call her back, kind of makes fun of her when she's in the bed with Booth, because he says, you know, oh, Hannah says she has big news, but it's probably she found a a good hot dog, or she wrote a blog post, like totally dismissing, Mm -hmm. dismissing it. And then she, you know, he asks her to host this event. She thinks they're hosting it as a couple. So she buys a new dress. She and But don't you, like... Shoshana wanted to go. She doesn't invite her, but she invites Hannah. Come look at my life. Oh, great observation. Mm -hmm. I didn't even notice that. What the hell was that about? And then Hannah shows up, and one, she didn't tell her it was like a dress-up kind of party. So Hannah shows up as is, has this raincoat on, and she hides it. Yeah, she hid it under the jacket. She hid it under the other jacket. Oh, wow, that was really shady. I didn't realize that's what she was doing. I thought she was embarrassed for Shoshana to come and kind of nervous, and that's why she was showing off. Shoshana nailed it. Okay, I did not catch that she was trying to show off. Shoshana nailed it in the head. She's like, you're like Bella Swan, and I'm the weird friend in Twilight. Mm -hmm. And it's true she's she's socially awkward yeah and so you don't invite socially awkward people to something fabulous like that because mm-hmm. you don't want to feel responsible correct she invited hannah she invited hannah to show off this is my life come check it out because even when hannah gets there and hannah's like oh okay so these are your new friends and she's just overly high saying hi to everybody and dragging her along but ignoring her at the same time because you know Hannah asked her why didn't you call me back I said I had big news she's like oh yeah I'm sorry I've just been busy with this but I but I want to hear and then automatically her attention shifts and she goes and off and gets all excited with it's somebody swept else. off her feet by some guy Literally, yeah. she jumps it's, up it's yeah. the fact that she's trying to prove to Hannah that she's resilient and nothing nothing's faced her like oh I'm, I've moved on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's moved on well, so Hannah so leaves but, yeah. I, but yeah. I also feel like she was she I, I like the fact that because this has happened before um, as 
me as a female in relationships is we think that it's more than what it really is. Mm-hmm. And she invested emotionally a lot in someone and it was not reciprocated. And so she was living in this little fantasy land that Hannah oftentimes does as well. But this time I feel like Marnie was the person who was moted. And her well, tears, I don't know if I doing, believe her tears. What they were doing was an absolute hookup. Like, that is a hookup. That's what a hookup is. You go, you hook up with somebody. Now, whether or not she wanted to put herself in this life was a whole different thing. Like, but she, she was, kept but going she was back. spending real thing. time with it's him, though. Similar. She was spending more time with him. It, not in, According to him, she wasn't. No, this was very, this was, like, in her eyes, this was a relationship. To boot, this was just a, like no, a hookup you're going to end up working no. for. No, he went and he picked her up at her job as a hostess. When's the last time you have sex? They go back and have sex. This is a hookup. There was never going to be a relationship coming out of that. She got lost in that fantasy because she wants a different life. She doesn't know where right. she's going, what she's doing. So she made it all up in her head. That's what she was so upset about. She wasn't upset that this guy really isn't her boyfriend. She was upset that she like it never gets lost like that, and she did. Well, and I like the fact that he addressed the fact that she doesn't really know him, nor does she really like him. Mm-hmm. She's just like everybody else. And she didn't deny that. She was kind of just like, what do you mean? But she didn't say, no, I love this about you. I love no, this about she, you. Because as a woman, guy. or just a human being, we would defend that. We would say, no, I'm crazy about this. You're amazing at this. Like, you would actually point out the beauties of a person. I like that you'd like to do it walking, looking at a doll. <laughs> but, saying, but saying you're a great guy or a great woman to a response to that is a polite way of being like, I don't care about you. Like, right, you're yeah. Good. It's just, so he was, but he was right on the money. Mm-hmm. And so we couldn't even be mad at him for being an asshole to her because what she was doing was kind of assholeish as well. She didn't like him anyway. She liked the life. She liked the idea, which she says as much. I think it was just the idea of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, without a doubt. And we said this a few episodes back where she needs to feel like she's still part of the artsy fartsy world right. and mm-hmm. he's her only connect connection into it. And so she's holding on to this as, as much as she possibly can. And then, of course, like, like you said, Kelly, she went and she spun it in her head to something more than it is and it's not no and so here she is like like you said she lost control she's a girl that's always in control and she's losing and she's never going to admit it hence the phone call with hannah hannah calls her and she completely lies about where she is and you know says she's super happy and all of this and i think hannah kind of got it because when she hangs with the phone and she hits the phone she gets that their relationship is pretty much I didn't get. A turn. I, I didn't completely get that. I got that both of them were on. Both of them were lying. Both of them were playing that game because mm-hmm. both of them have so much pride. They have such big egos that mm-hmm. they couldn't admit to the other, "Hey, I need you. I need you." And and you I'm could failing. see it in Marnie's eyes. Marnie was like, "Just Hannah, please ask." And, and then Hannah was like, "Please." That you could just. That's what I got from it was two friends reaching out, but they were too hung up on their own egos to, to to admit, "Hey, I'm failing. I need you." I agree. That's what I got, and I feel like this will be like a turning point to where they get back together as friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, no, that's gonna... what I mean. Like that's when they both realize that their relationship is different. It's not the same. They can't just go to each other and be open and honest because they're trying too hard to show that they can survive without each other. Right. But I, th- I, th- I think it'll. I think it's gonna. They're gonna end up having to talk about this, and it will bring them closer because they're gonna end up having like an. Maybe when she, we can get to predictions later. But like it's something in, along the lines of what, though, yeah. And they do miss each other. They miss the companionship and being able to turn to one another. Yeah. But the relationship now is tainted. It's been tainted by so many things. Uh, Marnie getting upset about her paying all the rent and moving out. The sex. The sex with her ex boyfriend, who's supposed to be gay. You know, there's a lot of resentments there. There's a lot of. Um, 
there's a lot of wounds that have to be healed. Mm-hmm. And so right now, like you, you, Thomas, you're absolutely right. They're one-upping each other just so they can say to themselves, well, I'm fine and I'll be fine right. without you. Exactly. And the truth is, is they really need each other, but there's too much damage done at this point where they're, neither one of them is going to admit it. No, I think it's going to take a little while longer before they do come back around. It's going to be a lot of politeness and, you know, just playing nice versus being real with each other for a little or while. Or cattiness, or cattiness back and forth. Actually, Why weren't you here? Why weren't you there? You know what, what's going to wind up happening? There's going to be a bigger and a deeper bottom for one of the two where it's going to have to come out. I, 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 it I always comes yeah. down uh, to hitting bottom. I'd yeah. say that there was an element, too, in that ending of both of them giving the other the Facebook reality version of their life, which is that mm-hmm. you see the babies, the marriages, the new friendships, whatnot, and they're talking to each other, but there's the subtext, like you were saying earlier, how they want the person to ask that question. They mm-hmm. want them to ask, but how are things with Jonathan or how uh, with, with Booth or uh, how is your book going? But neither one does, either if it's pride or if it's just like, oh, but she's happy. They're both thinking the other person is happy and mm-hmm. they don't want to disturb that, but they don't realize that they're both in the exact same place. Right. See, I didn't see that. I, I, I see they think the other one's happy, but it's more of like, oh, she's good. I don't want to tell her I'm not doing good because I don't want to look like the weaker one. I want, But at the same time, she wants her to reach back to I, her. I think that they both Andrew. know that they're well, full no, of crap, though, too, right. though. Mm-hmm. No. I think that they know yeah. that they're full of crap. I think the other one, that's, you guys are that close yeah. and you can't tell when your friend's lying to you. No, I think that they know. You I think tell that's why she put up the phone down and you're not going to yeah. No, I think she hit the phone mm-hmm. because she wanted to talk to somebody about her frustrations of not being able to write this ebook. And you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. It's the Facebook version of her life. That's what they're doing to one another. Mm-hmm. Everything's all happy and pretty on the outside, but you don't really know what's deeply going on. And I'm not going to let you know because it's none of your business. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, it's she want they want to reach out to one another, but there's too much pride. And Hannah was frustrated, like crap. Here I am. I want to talk about my book. I'm having a hard time writing it. And Marty's off being fabulous watching Fireflies. I can't even talk to her about it. And I'm not. I don't know. I just her. I thought it was a different thing. Yeah, but, but I mean, we'll see. As, as the, the you know next episode and like all that, we're gonna have to wrap stuff up though. Yeah. But but um, even in Marnie's phone call, real fast, you could hear the train going. You knew she was in a subway station, not watching a movie. <laughs> like you could well, tell no, she her was out, She was outside. She said she was on the rooftop or in the garden uh, or yeah, whatever. But, but that's what I'm like. You can tell by people. So the point being, if your friends are in a bad situation, or you are reach out. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but sometimes it's hard, especially when you have a competitive nature with you know when there's that going on and. You you trusted your friend that you felt betrayed on and there's so many things that's why they are where they are so we'll mm. see how they kind of come out of it but I don't know it's it's gonna be they're it's gonna, definitely gonna be fun to, to each other right now yeah one's hurting and the other one is hurting too but since you hurt me mm-hmm. I'm gonna hurt you back like it's just it's it's a yeah. game that they're playing right now I don't know, but if you like watching us over here at AfterBuzz and you like all the cool stuff we have, like these mugs mm. and there's sweaters and baby onesies and all kinds of fun stuff, please go to AfterBuzzTV.com <laughs> and well, there's a new AfterBuzz store, so you can pick up all your own, your very own AfterBuzz swag, and it'll look very nice in your home. You should get some. I like these mugs. <laughs> I know. The, there's the yellow ones and the black ones and the ones with the spoon. All I like kinds the of cool stuff. Oh, the spoon good for the awesome. tea. Yeah, yeah. The, the spoon is good. All right. Well, let's get into some predictions and talk about what we think is going to happen coming up. And now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. Andrew, we'll start with you since you're our guest. Predictions. I... First of all, I predict I'm going to get one of those onesies. I have a one-year-old <laughs> that sounds so I have a one-year-old one nephew, and damn right he's going to get Yay! one. Yay! <laughs> um, 
I think that there's going to be a blowout of some nature between Hannah and Marnie. Even if it's not hate, it'll be like both of them exploding the other. Why have you not been coming at me? Uh, I definitely could see something down the line of Adam coming back into their li- uh, into Hannah's life very forcefully. Mm-hmm. And definitely, uh, I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be some sort of uh, conversation between Ray and Shoshana. Probably her doing about 95% of the talking. <laughs> That's what she does. And I will, for some reason, continue to watch this show. <laughs> well, good. We like you keep watching. What about you, Thomas? So I'm just going to stick to two since short on time. Uh, I think that it's going to come back around 180. I'm oh, sorry, 360, 180 would be completely different. But I think Marnie <laughs> is going to have some kind of health issue coming out of this booth, relationship, hookup, whatever Ooh. it was. Like, Ooh, I, I, I like feel that. Because remember, HPV? either HPV <laughs> or do you remember when the abortion a while back, like that scare, like she was very judgmental about that. And I feel like it's gonna, something is going to happen and Hannah's going to be the one that is the only one that's going to be there and, and pull through for her. I feel like it's going to be some kind of issue <gasps> that's going to bring them together and make her be like, Hannah, I need you and break down and mm. Hannah will help her and Hannah will Great. share or whatever. The the second one is if if that or possibly other or maybe that will happen and later on when Hannah writes her book, it's gonna it's gonna upset a lot of people. Like the story she writes uh, are gonna upset a lot of people. That's a great and it's gonna start putting fires. It, I just could see it like yeah. And everyone's gonna start reading. The it book. could be based on the truths of each person's life, mm-hmm. and almost then, like her journal when when Charlie yeah. and Ray found it. And then her mm-hmm. discovers to be like, I told you guys I was writing about life experiences. You never believed me, and they're all gonna be mad about different things. She's pro- and so let's see Marnie and her together. They're really good friends, right? It could also like backfire on her because she could do some really hurtful things about Marnie. You know, right. well, just like the journal. Well, yep. what if it is the journal? What if she runs out of time and she's just like. That's a really good point. I'm going to use my journal. And then that's when, you know, it turns out being amazing Mm -hmm. and, you know, critically acclaimed and all that crap. Yeah, because it'll (laughs) finally be her own life experience, which she just refuses to really write about for whatever reason. That would be great. I think you guys are right. It's going to be a big issue between Marnie and uh, something. There's going to be a deeper bottom. There's going to absolutely be a bigger bottom that eventually they're going to either be forced to help one another out or completely go opposite directions and no, and no longer be friends. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that it's, it's that I'm, I like the health issue. Because I don't feel Marnie's hit bottom yet. Like, I feel like everyone's had some sense no. of like, and she's still kind of, she's dropping but hasn't like had her reality check yet. No. Booth was in a way but wasn't her reality no, check. No, he wasn't a reality and the thing too is, is he's been banging her without a condom and now she just found out that he was banging the assistant too. So how many other people has he been sleeping with right. mm-hmm. unprotected and he's not my boyfriend? She's going to definitely have something yes, going on just in her because you're on birth control, ladies, does not mean no. it's okay to have sex without a condom. There's a lot of other things. <laughs> do you guys think, this is sexual education after both yeah. episodes. Yes, yes. Uh, do you guys think that there is, uh, you guys, I mean, lose my train of thought. Is, uh, <laughs> there down is it, any... That there is a possibility of uh, not, oh, do you think that there's a possibility, sorry guys, do you think that there's a possibility of Adam and Hannah getting back together? Mm. Because the previews kind of introduced, I think, like the brother of uh, Jessa. Jessa, Jessa, which mm-hmm. there might have been something. I kind of feel like they introduced us to it for him for a reason, right? But at the same time, I think that there's still passion for Adam between him and Hannah, and Hannah's kind of over it right now. But I think that there may be a situation where she needs him as well. Mm. I think, you know, a part of me, you know, call me crazy, but I think they may somewhere down the road. This may be kind of an end game situation with Hannah and Adam because they both know they get each other in yeah. a way that nobody else gets 
either one of them, they have this weird connection which they don't understand. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why she's so over it right now because it was overwhelming. But it could, you know, eventually come back around. Because Adam's a little bit deeper than we know him to be. Yeah, he's he's crazy. But he's also, he definitely thinks about things in a deeper level and makes these cool comparisons and stuff. similar to the way she is and he even says she gets my kind of crazy and she was cool with it that's why we you know connected which goes back to the book it could go he could read it it could go really well or really bad (laughs) you know possibly and that could be what brings her back to her yeah well her her writing that that absolutely maybe it'll make her think this all out Mm -hmm. and be the best therapy for her Mm -hmm. and then she'll realize I'm loving these predictions guys I don't know we'll see I'm I'm excited (laughs) we just wrote the whole script like hopefully (laughs) some of this is in there (laughs) I know we're definitely excited to see where everything goes and I can't wait for next week. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Um, make sure to follow us at After Buzz TV on Twitter and go to iTunes, download the podcast, rate, comment, all that good stuff. And uh, Five stars. where can they find you, Andrew? I am at Andrew Guten. That's at A-N-D-R-E-W-G-U-T-I-N on Twitter. I say horrible things He for really fun. does, so follow. Yes, it's funny. Does. It's awesome. <laughs> the best horrible things in your day, you know it. Oh. What about you, Miriam? You can find me Miriam L. Gonzalez on Twitter. And you can play with my Twitter day or night at spicy <laughs> underscore Mari. can hit it and tweet it at ThomasGuide, T-O-M-A-S-G-U-I-D-E. There we go. <laughs> uh, and you can follow me at Kelly with an I-E-079. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.